hello. Okay. I do want to say hello. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm so great. Uh, this is Luminol Cocktail. It is a true crime podcast where we also drink alcohol, thus the name Cocktail. Um, that's all I got for right now. That's a that's a good bit to have. It's pretty much a summary yep, of yep, our yep. vibe. Mm-hmm. People ask what we're called. I'm like, oh, it's this. And I'm always like, they're going to be like, what's a luminol? No, it's, why is it a cocktail? Yeah. You don't understand. <laughs> we like to drink. Somebody at work, actually, because, like, obviously, like, I have friends at work and I tell them about things. And somebody um, came to me at work the other day and they were like, hey, I heard you have a really badass podcast. And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> and they're like, what's the name of it? Because I have a car ride and I want to I wanna listen to it. And I was like, yep. yes great here you go and then i sent them the link um but they haven't said anything about the name yet so i'll take it as a win but there's someone who's like very much like in the know so Mm. i i like to think she feels the vibes yes um i did have a request for us to do the um smiley face killer oh god (laughs) so put that on your radar just putting that one in the fucking idea pot (laughs) i mean it's a great case it's just like where do you start and where do you end? That would be one that and we do together. And where do you go in between? I don't know. Pretty much everywhere. I was going to have something <laughs> the answer. to say, but I super did not. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything new and exciting going on with you? Nope. Great. Living a very boring life. Yeah. I got called into work this morning at 3 a.m. I was there for about four hours. So if I'm a little bit laggy today... That's what's up. I was saving a dog life. Yep. Sorry about it. It's very important. Yeah. It's a cute dog, and I love him, and he's perfect. What kind of dog is it? He's a lab. Oh. He's just a little old man. So cute. He wanted to eat some socks. The next dog we get is going to be a golden retriever puppy. Oh, nice. Me and Alex, I think, are going to be the couple that gets a puppy when, like, we're going to have a baby. I'm pretty sure. Oh, my we're God. We're going to be those fucking they people. They can grow up together, <laughs> and then you're cleaning up shit from both of them. Yeah, pretty sure we're going to be doing that. God. Yep, yep, yep. No. We are in discussions about getting a third dog. Don't do it. Let me just say right now, <laughs> two is easy. Three, it's not that easy, actually, believe it or not. It's well, chaos. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, Zed is just such a couch potato, mm-hmm. and Velma is such a not couch potato. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, we could, and now that we own a house, we're like, we could get, like, a pit bull or whatever, and they could just play with Velma. But then, like, there's Take this- Velma to doggy daycare. <laughs> <laughs> instead this is like this Bring is like when here. parents are like we're thinking about having another baby so our kid has someone to play with no 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 fair no, enough well no. we were gonna like, it's like Grey's Anatomy when when Meredith is talking to Christina like oh two is fine but now there's three there's there's one more of them like they can yeah. revolt against us outnumbered that's, that's the dogs with me and Alex god <laughs> so in any case, I think we're going to hold off for a little while because we want to do a lot of traveling this year. And we're like, that's, oh, yeah, that that's, make things hard. that's kind of a dick move, too, to be like, hey, we just got a third dog. See you in a week and a half. Like, it's just rude. I'd be like that sometimes, though. It, I mean, it do, but like my dogs can mentally handle that. Yeah. I just don't. I would feel really, really rude to get a third dog, which is really hard because at work, sometimes people bring in like strays. Oh, you don't say, Tiffany. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I want to take them all home. There was this cute, like, 
She lies. She wants to bring them here. No, I want to take them home. One day there was this cute puppy and I just carried her around and she was so happy. But then she started loving everybody else more than she loved me. And I was like, mm-hmm. you can go. You're going to go back in your kennel for right now. Goodbye. I still love you. Don't get me wrong. But I do have work to do. So there's that. And then there was another dog like the next day and it was like an old dog and it just wanted to be carried like a baby. I see. I think I want to get a senior dog. Yeah. I want I want all the crunchy old dogs. And, but I don't want dog, them all, but like I want to at least get one and no, like let's give all. it a good home. Like That's a doctor from the shelter. Like I want to get the oldest dog in the shelter, give it a good life. Alex is probably like, fuck that. Why? So you can cry in like eight months? <laughs> yeah. Ian's like, I don't. I don't know that we're emotionally in a place where we can handle that right now. So we're going to. We will not be getting a fourth dog. We will just be getting a third to replace whichever one of these fuckers goes first. (laughs) (laughs) Or having a baby. One of the two. (laughs) One or the other. So what you're saying is if I showed up with a golden retriever puppy, you would be like, no, take it away. No, I'd be like, we'll foster it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, Alex. It's just a foster. That's all. Yep, yep, yep. It's not a problem, just a challenge. Yes, exactly. Nice. He knows He knows who he married, <laughs> even though we're not married. He said the other day, um, we went into Marshall's and he mm-hmm. grabbed a cart. And I was like, we're just here for like one thing. He's like, I know who I married. Yep. I'm like, how dare. <laughs> Disrespectful. We're not married. It's yep. not nice to remind me. Honestly, that shit happens to us all the time now. I'm like. It feels so weird sometimes. You're like, this is my boyfriend. We own a house together. Yeah. We have basically two kids together. He's my boyfriend. It's fine. It's cool. I uh, got a wedding invitation from a friend of ours. I did too. She, I don't know how she addressed yours, but she addressed mine as both of us having his last name. Uh, no, we were individuals. Oh. So, yeah. No. Although Alex came first and I'm just saying, I'm just saying. When I have my doctorate, if I'm not first on everything because my <laughs> credentials come before his, I'll be pissed. I'll be mad. Reasonable. Yes. Reasonable. So, you know, if you and Ian ever, you know, tie the knot and you're sending out invites and I have a doctorate, it better be. I will. Okay. I will. <laughs> and honestly, like, you guys are, like, we're having a very, very, if we've already discussed. Yes. A very, very, very tiny wedding. Yes, yes, yes. Like a dozen people. Like, really more of, like, a Facebook event type basically you don't even i'm just gonna do a group text um and then i'll have invitations for the reception yes that the general public will be invited to that's perfect i think for all of our invitations i want to put all of the um any couples the female females will be first yeah yeah so I don't know which one of us came first on the invitation, but it was definitely, she was like, he, 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 I'm going to do this. Yeah, Al- when we went to Alex's uh, manager's wedding, mm-hmm. she she gave me Alex's yeah. last name. I was like, that's cute. Yep. But also, we're hyphenating our names, so <laughs> it's not accurate. <laughs> We've had that discussion, because he was like, well, you know, whenever, like, whatever. And I was like, well, I'm not taking your last name. You can yeah. take mine. Oh, that could be fun. And he was like, what? And I was like, mm, didn't think about that one, did you? No, because basically it's a it's an outdated <laughs> tradition where women just become property of men. And so that's why Alex is becoming my property the same way I'm becoming his. <laughs> so Yeah, we haven't we haven't made a final decision. My main argument right now is that his is a lot easier to make fun of than mine is. This is very true. So this is very true. 
Just putting that out there. I See, I didn't have that concern. It was more so like, which one sounds better coming first? <laughs> what order? I just so. don't want that long of a last name. That's just like a lot. Oh, of, yeah. A lot of signing, a lot of writing. That's going to like, especially your kids, bro. Yeah. Those little auto scan test things I mean, they got to hey, do the fill in the bubble on. You know what? When they become of age, they can change their fucking name. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> so I work too hard. There you go. <laughs> so, I have put too much time into this. Yeah. I mean, have you seen my degrees? It's yeah. They're both perus. Okay. So That's true. That's true. We're not, I'm not switching it out for my I master's. Know. That was another argument, and I don't even have a master's. I was like, I have a license, though. That's important. I have a license to practice veterinary technology. I feel like it would have to get it would get a little tricky if you like ch- if you legally change your last name, yeah. but then like your license or whatever yeah. is has a different one. Like now, I'll tell you what's super convenient. Hmm. A lot of the doctors that I work with like didn't legally change their names, but they socially go by their spouse's name. That's weird. I'd get com- I'd get so, confused. No. It is so convenient for them. I have seen it. Like, people will be like, oh, this is what's on your business card, whatever. And then they've come in later and been like, I tried to find you on Facebook and I just couldn't find you. And it's like, that's because they have a different last name on Facebook, motherfucker. I guess that'd be a really good way to Uh keep your life private. Avoid the crazies. My work makes me uh, link my Facebook page to our group Facebook page for the classroom that I'm a lead teacher in, so... Because I have to, it's kind of like how, like, our podcast Facebook yeah. is, how you have to, like, have yeah. a link to, like, a real one. Yep. Um. Yeah, so I have to do that. So they can super Facebook stalk me. Nope. I don't do that. I, see. I, I do not have where I work on my Facebook, mostly because um, I'm in a lot of, like, vet tech Facebook groups. She's in the witness protection program. No. <laughs> but they're, like... There are a lot of really cool things that happen within those groups. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of people who will take things out of context. Like, there are people who have been like, hey, here's a post that was up. Here's the screenshots. But here's the screenshots that got sent to my boss. Mm. Like, showing, like, very specific edits that put this person's comments in a really bad light. Mm-hmm. And, like, causes them problems at work. And I'm like, I'm just not, yeah. not trying to do that. That's fair. So... And also being that we have a true crime podcast and I have an escape room business, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kind of like, I would like the separation. Like, everybody at work knows that I have these things and knows what the vibes are. Strangers um, don't need to know everything about you. Right. I'm like, I just don't need anybody twisting anything. That's so. what, like, I don't know. Like, so, like, I ve- I've only, like, a couple, like, handful of times have ever posted my location on, like, an Instagram post where, like, I've tagged a location. Yeah. But because I don't post things, like, the day of me going somewhere. Right. It's always, like, like weeks later or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really care. But some people, like, do they just willingly share that? I'm like, I don't know. I know serial killers aren't, like, a huge problem right now. But, like. As someone who has <laughs> had a stalker. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, very hesitant mm-hmm. to share where I'm at when I'm there. When I'm, yeah. I don't mind sharing it later. I'm, like. As soon as I'm in the car leaving, I'm picking out what picture I want to post. Yeah. Sure. But it's when I'm leaving. Exactly. So, yeah. We've been talking a lot. Um, Do you want to take a break? Sure. Let's take a break. Perfect. All right. 
are you ready to get back into the case file? Yes. We're really get into it the, for the first time today, but we're getting back into discussion. <laughs> we're coming back from a break. We're doing it. We're doing the damn thing. Do you want to introduce the topic or do you want me to? Uh, sure. The topic today is just beach. What a beach. It's a softball. I can't, I mean, can't I not do it. Uh, what are you talking about today? Ooh, today I'm excited about mine. I am talking about the murder of Shannon Gilbert and the Gilgo Beach murders, a.k.a. the Long Island serial killer. Sounds like a lot. It's got it's, it's a lot of names. Listen, it sounds like a lot, but it only sounds like a lot because people can't get their shit together. Ah, uh, I see, I see. I'm talking about the famously known Lady of the Dunes. Oh, of course you are. I couldn't help. I was like, mm, beach, yes. Here we go. <laughs> All right, and looks like you go first, so do you want to read the quote? Yes, I would love to, so I can super mispronounce that last name. I'm uh, excited. The, yeah, I know. It's a good time, always. Um, the quote today is, at the beach, life is different. Time doesn't move hour to hour, but mood to moment. We live by the currents, plan by the tides, and follow the sun. And that is by Sandy. I'm going to go with Gingris. Like it. Cool. But also, like, very much looking forward to, like, that type of lifestyle this summer. Mm. So ready for warmth. Not me. The beaches here are awful. I did you you saw like where I grew them. up. Okay, you know what? I can't, <laughs> I can't help that. I can't help that, Lindsay. I know, but I just I wish I could participate in the beach outings and I cannot because I just like sand is gross, the water is you gross. Can. And I cannot. You can, you choose not to. Yes, because I've seen <laughs> what a beach could be. <laughs> You're like, I could do better. <laughs> I'll go to a pool. I think actually me and Alex are thinking about Spending quite a bit of money to um, get a membership to yeah. the neighborhood yeah. across the street and a little bit down the way yeah. to their community community pool, whatever yeah. it is. But obviously, we're drinking Bahama Mama because it's like a tropical, fruity drink. And it looks delicious. It's got grenadine, dark rum, coconut rum, lime juice, pineapple juice, and it's supposed to be garnished with um, pineapple or lime wedges. It's going to be delicious. I could eat a piece of pineapple right now. Yes, it's delicious. Woo! I feel like we don't often achieve that goal. You know what? (laughs) I'm going to be honest. Coming here this morning, I was very nervous after last week's drink. I I, I can't make tropical drinks every week. I I know. Unless we want to shift our entire podcast to just tropics. No, thank you. (laughs) The fun fact, unless you would like to say what you would rate your drink. You know, this one's pretty good, and it just it doesn't have any audacity. It's just good. This is like if if it has no audacity, it's like a guy at the pool who leaves you the fuck alone. Mm. It's the pool pool boy bringing you your drink. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Asking if you want Here's more alcohol. Here to bring us drinks, and then when I say no, please leave me alone, he says, great, have a good one, and then walks the fuck away. Perfect. Chef's kiss. Um, so, our fun fact is that rum is the first booze ever, historically, as far as my quick midnight search told me. (laughs) (laughs) I could be wrong. I'm not a historian of liquor. Um, uh, it's distillation? Distillation? That Mm -hmm. sounds wrong. It's gotta be right, though. It doesn't have to be right, because I'm saying it. (laughs) It's most likely wrong. Anyways, the distilling process, um... Took place in the Caribbean in the 1620s. That is old. Yes. 
leaving rum to become the first alcohol to be manufactured and distilled. All right. Yes. It was also the first spirit that was drank for pleasure and not used for medical purposes. Which, like, I can see it. Um, Also, rum was so valuable in the 18th century that it was often used as a type of currency. Mm -hmm. And actually, sailors would receive rum as a form of payment as part of their benefits package. Excellent. So, you know. Yo-ho-ho and a bottle of rum. Yeah. Also, I believe rum is made with, like, molasses and sugar cane, which Mm -hmm. is different than other stuff. Uh, Beanox went to a... um, rum distillery once oh. they were just handing out just literal shots for nice. tastings and they didn't really limit you they're like oh we have 15 kinds come have 15 shots no god buy a bottle yeah you will by the end of that it was really good um so we we bought like two bottles i'm pretty yeah. sure well, the shots gotcha so you know i want to go back there actually it was really good <laughs> All right, so I'm going first. You're going first, so the floor's Great. all yours. Let's hop right on into my horrible tale. A young girl discovered the horrifying sight of a nude, disfigured body of a female who was laid out on sand and brush in July of 1974. The murdered woman had pink-painted toenails and a glittery hairband holding back her auburn-colored hair. Aww. Now, I had to look up what a hairband was because it's not a headband. Uh-huh. It's not a ponytail like a scrunchie. And it was one of those little teeth things that popped up. The things oh, yeah. that like, literally like slide into your yeah. hair. That's what I was told that is. Um, Not a band at all. No, but that's what it was listed as. Whatever makes her happy. In the article. So I was like. The things that give you headaches behind the ears. Yes. Um, There were a pair of jeans acting as a sort of pillow tucked beneath her head, which had been nearly decapitated. Thanks, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, her head had been crushed on one side, and most of her expensive dental work had been removed, leaving shards of teeth behind. Her hands were missing and replaced with piles of pine needles. Due to the angle of the blow to her head, she had been attacked by an individual lying next to her, which is probably the scariest part of this whole Mm -hmm. story. Since investigators could not identify the female or a suspect involved in her murder, she became the Lady of the Dunes, Mm -hmm. which, like... It just sounds so fancy, like she's a lady of a court, you know? Of course. I don't know. So, investigators soon determined the head injury to have been caused by a military entrenchment tool. Okay. Don't know what the fuck that is. Like a little hand shovel? That's kind of what I was thinking, but I wasn't sure why it needed to be military. Because you buy it at the army surplus store. Mm. They also found the female to have been sexually assaulted um, after death with a wooden instrument. Cool. It said block, but I'm going to go with instrument because I don't know what that meant also. Not a fan of any of that. No. Um, this female had what investigators called New York-style dental work done resulting in golden crowns. Um, but without any fingerprints, the identity of the Lady of the Dunes was just never found. Great. I, I didn't realize how important fingerprints were. Yeah. I know now. Um, of course, uh, a search began with the assistance of both... Um, Official authorities and volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, two sets of footprints had been found at the scene alongside a set of tire tracks nearby. The area where she was found is actually a park, so anyone who visited should have had their license plate recorded. They don't know how she got there. They, they didn't see her arrive there. Of course. Uh, it's a whole thing. Um, also, where she was found, like, it's not a super easy part of, mm-hmm. like, the beach to get to, which yeah. is kind of weird. 
and she was like nude but like it implied that she was sunbathing yeah so i feel like it's less questionable like if she's nude if she's like if she's naked sunbathing, yeah. it definitely makes sense that she's in a hard-to-get-to right. spot. So that feels less questionable, but yeah. Sorry, continue. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, so while the Lady of the Dunes has continued to remain unidentified for like 50 years, I think a little bit more than that maybe, a number of theories have emerged. Of course they have. So this is really what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Um, a woman from Maryland believed the murdered female could have been her sister who had moved to Boston and vanished recently. But that lead was inconclusive. Uh-huh. So hopefully that lady found her sister. Um, at one point, investigators believed a lady of the dunes could be Rory Jean Kessinger, a known drug dealer and bank robber. If only I had looked up how to pronounce last names. Oh, damn. <laughs> Um, so I guess this, like, drug dealer and bank robber, she resembled the victim a lot. And actually, she had escaped from a correctional facility the year before in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. um, before the Lady of the Dunes was discovered. So, like, timeline-wise, could make sense. Yeah. Um, but DNA test did not match. Oh. So, it was not her. Uh, my personal favorite theory, uh-huh. of course, comes from Joe Hill, King of Horror's son, is what I meant to say. No. Um, and that she was actually the extra in Jaws. Yep. Which, like, it's a very juicy, <laughs> I just very know to juicy do take. Very hot take. Well, not a hot take. Especially the person it's who very juicy take. discovered it. Like, right. that's the other part of it. Like, because also he writes horror, too. So, like, it's just so interesting that, like, a horror author would somehow put these pieces together. Yeah. So, it's just interesting. I mean, the math me. adds out. I feel like most people know this, but Hill claims to have noticed a woman captured in the background of um, Jaws matching the victim's description. And I guess it's pretty plausible because where they filmed Jaws, it's like an hour away from where this uh, the Lady of the Dunes was found. Yeah. Uh, and also, I guess at the time, pretty much anybody that could be on that set attempted to be because, like, I guess. Because why the fuck not? I mean, why not? Yeah. But also, I guess a lot of, like, celebrities, like vacationed there or lived there and stuff so like it was a pretty easy way to run into famous people yeah which like everyone wants that makes sense it's kind of like you know when you go to california yep (laughs) and go to la (laughs) unfortunately producers did not record any of the extras name so Mm -hmm. there's no way to really go through any of those people and there are so many of them um also the matching description isn't enough because thousands of women wore blue jeans and bandanas in the 1970s yeah. which was like the big thing for him to be like oh it's this woman because of what her attire is and right. like the color of her hair but like that's pretty common very broad another interesting theory is that in 1987 a woman came forward with a story about witnessing her father strangle a young female while visiting this town in the 70s that's not very hot no, and I guess, so she lived in, I want to say it was, like, Canada or something like that. It wasn't here mm-hmm. in the States. And so, like, she contacted, like, her local authorities, which eventually, like, went through, like, played a game tel- yep. telephone, essentially. Uh, and by the time, like, those authorities got back to her, she just moved. So they can, they never... Excellent police work, you guys. <laughs> I don't know. Like, they never Amazing. followed up, I guess. <laughs> Seems like you really want to know the identity of this person. Yes. Another theory is that the um, Irish mob was suspected uh-huh. in her murder, specifically Irish mob boss James Whitey, I want to say Bulger? Bulger. Bulger. Okay, Bulger. 
So Bolger removed the teeth of his victims, and since Lady of the Dunes had some teeth missing, they thought that could be yeah. a, a connector of a point. Yeah. Um, but they actually, like, never made him a formal suspect in this. Because why would you? Also, witnesses claim to have seen him with a female that looked mm-hmm. a lot like Lady of the Dunes. Oh. But still never followed up on anything. So they okay. let him go. Because, again, <laughs> I mean... There also was, I guess, a already convicted murderer, I guess you could say, serial killer. Uh, fuck, what was the name? Like Hayden Clark or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or the vice versa. <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention because I didn't really like it. Um, it, it. It dabbled into mental illness and like schizophrenia and paranoia. Uh. And like, so he claimed to have been the murderer of this woman. Uh, but it was just, like, a big game, and because mm-hmm. of, like, the limited resources of mental illness, I was like, I'm not going to get into that one. Yeah. But that's another theory that's out there. I feel like this is one where it would be, like, very popular for them to be like, oh, yeah, I did that. And right. you could never solve it because I'm too smart. Yeah. But then they never actually did it. Well, that's kind of what it. this guy did, um, but he had schizophrenia, so they didn't really trust him anyways. Yeah. And then later he's like, oh, I could have told them her name, but it was it's more fun to watch them struggle. Yep. I'm like, I don't. But why, though? I don't believe you, sir. Yeah. In 2019. That was recent. Yes. Investigators announced they would be seeking to re-examine the case using new techniques of combining DNA analysis and genealogy sites. Genetic genealogy. I'm going to talk about that in my case, too. Which is the method famously used to identify the Golden State Killer. Yes. Now, of course, we obviously have come into a little bit of a... Moral dilemma. <laughs> I still think you should just sign a fucking waiver. Yeah. And then, yes. you know what? There no, it is. I agree because, like, I think I was talking about, I was actually talking about this with someone the other day, and mm-hmm. they were like, well, people don't want that data to be made public. Which because, is okay. Well, because then, like, health insurance companies can use it. And I was like, you know what? That's totally fair. But you know what? Here's your answer. Don't fucking do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Or find a company in, like, Europe. And do a kit through them yeah. instead. Yeah, like, you don't have to do... Yeah, There are a lot of options. So yes. rather than just making this one thing completely unusable. Right. Anyways. So yeah, very recently, her um, Lady of the Dunes, her body has been exhumed mm-hmm. uh, twice, I believe. Yeah. Taking different parts of her, trying to match mm-hmm. DNA, trying to, you know... Yeah. Whatever they can do. They actually um, took her skull at one point and put it through a, like, C- it was like a CT, basically. Yeah. So they could do the facial reconstruction. Mm-hmm. They've done that multiple times. And, like, the most recent one they've done, like, actually, it looks like a person. Like, we've seen some of those. I'm like, I don't know what yeah. person looks like that. But this one actually does look like a person. And actually, a part of her skull sat on, like, one of the, like, lead investigator's desk as, like, Kind of just a reminder, like, this still hasn't been solved. And to, like, I don't know, keep them going. But for now, the Lady of the Dunes rests in her St. Peter Cemetery grave uh, in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And she continues to receive flowers from strangers. Aww. Yes. So. Damn. That is my very um, short and easy (laughs) to the point case of Lady of the Dunes. Fair enough. Yeah. That's good because mine is, is lengthy. Yeah. I mean, there's not much for mine. Twisty turny. It's unsolved. Yeah. You know, there's just a lot of theories that, but none of them have panned out to anything. Right. So. Well, and like, this is such a heavily publicized case too. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's one of those ones where it's like, 
there are so many theories at this point. Yeah. It's like, how do you go? Like, where do you go from there? Right. Like, you get so many at a certain point. It's like, you don't even know what to believe anymore. So, what are you supposed to do? Today, like I said, I am going to be telling you guys about the murder of Shannon Gilbert and the Gilgo Beach murder- murders, a.k.a. the Long Island serial killer. The way I actually found out about this case is through a Netflix movie. It's called Lost Girls. Um, It's not really, like, a documentary. It's, like, more of, like, a dramatization of, like, actual events that have happened. Really good. There's also a book. Yes. Yes. Um, So it's not about solving the case, but, like, it's more focused on, like, the mother of Shannon Gilbert. Yeah. I was, like, it almost goes through, like, the process of, like, grief. Yeah. I was reading one of the articles that I, like, was reading while I was researching all of this was basically she's like you know at the end of the movie because and i'll get there what happens with this specific family like there is not a satisfying conclusion for this family Mm -mm. um but she's like because we know that there's not a satisfying conclusion for this family she's like my main like driving force for this character was like processing things as a mother and learning how to like move on from like what you think is the unthinkable So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, So the movie retells a story for the search of Shannon Gilbert. She was an aspiring actress and sex worker who went missing in 2010 in Oak Beach, Long Island. Shannon often met her clients via Craigslist, and the client she met on May 1st was no exception. That night, Shannon went out to meet someone in this small, semi-private community, and unfortunately, she would not return from this meeting. She definitely wasn't going to go quietly, though. Uh, She called 911, screaming someone was trying to kill her. This 911 call was 23 minutes long and has never been released in its entirety. The call wouldn't be responded to for almost an hour. And by that point, it was too late. How does a 911 call not get responded to? So they said it was obviously... We don't know, but they said it was sure. 23 minutes long, but in that 23 minutes, no location was ever given. So they had to, this police station yeah. had to contact state police so that they could ping the phone and then they could go there. Mm. And like I have said, I'm going to say again, 87 times, the call has not been released. So we have no way of fact checking that. Feels like it probably was given out, the location. Feels like it. Wait, isn't this also have to go into, like, like almost, like, not classism, but, right? It's, like, a rich community that's mm-hmm. targeted? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, Shannon's mother, Mary Gilbert, pushed and pushed for her daughter to be listed as a missing person mm-hmm. because they finally f- showed up to the place and, like, oh, she's not here. Oh, well. Let's move on with our lives. And her mom was like, hey, she's a missing fucking person. And they're like, well, due to her lifestyle, she's likely a runaway. So we're not really going to fully investigate her disappearance. Whoops. And some of the articles I read, um, they basically say she was all but forgotten until 2011. When four bodies were discovered in burlap sacks on the side of Ocean Parkway which is just three miles away from where Shannon went missing from. The four bodies discovered were all petite women who appeared to be in their 20s, 
and thanks to DNA, they were all identified. They were Amberlyn Costello, Maureen Brainerd Barnes, Megan Waterman, and Melissa Bartholomew. All four of these women were sex workers who were from towns outside of New York. And the discovery of these deceased women, of course, led the officers to do a full search of the area, which, like, as it should. In their expanded search area, approximately 16 victims were found thought to fit the profile of this suspected serial killer. One of the bodies were Shannon Gilbert. Shannon's remains were discovered in December of 2011, and her initial cause of death was undetermined, but lightly thought to be caused by exposure or drowning due to impairment. Thought to be from drugs, of course. She was found in a marshy area near the backyard of Dr. Charles Peter Hackett. Following the initial autopsy, an independent autopsy was performed because her family was like, no, fuck you. And that independent autopsy listed her cause of death to likely be by homicidal strangulation. So very different from exposure or drowning. There's really not a lot of middle ground there. (laughs) No, (laughs) there's not. So the reason I mentioned Dr. Charles Peter Hackett by name because he's a shady motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, but also because of his relationship with Shannon and her mother. <gasps> Dr. Hackett lives near Gilgo Beach and was previously listed as an MD for the local police department. When Shannon's mother, Mary, was looking for her, he reached out to discuss Shannon's disappearance. He claimed that he ran a halfway house for people who wanted to get their life back on track, get off the streets, like get their shit together. And he said Shannon had shown up to his house with a driver and had wanted to get involved with his halfway house program, just get off the street, but eventually changed her mind and left with her driver. According to Mary, Dr. Hackett expressed that he was concerned about Shannon's mental state when she was arrived and that she seemed to be in distress, so he gave her a sedative to calm her down. Once the sedative kicked in, she was like, actually, JK, I'm good. That's why she left, and he said that's the last he heard from her. Of course, Mama Bear Mary was like, red flags, because first off, how did he get her number? Um, and why was he giving, like, ran- sedatives to random people off the street? Like, if she- he didn't know her and she just showed up, mm-hmm. why was he like, oh, you're stressed, here, have a Xanax, or whatever it is that he gave her? Yeah. Feels a little strange. And on another note... Why was a doctor running a halfway house out of his home in a fancy private community? Like, things just weren't making sense. According to Hackett, he had her number because he required anyone staying in his program to give emergency contact information. So Shannon's the one who gave him the number. Mary was still like, I don't... I have all these other questions. I don't feel great about this. Mm -hmm. So her... Two of her other daughters went to talk to Dr. Hackett face-to-face to to get more information from him. Mm -hmm. When they arrived, he completely changed his story. He denied having ever seen Shannon, and he also denied having ever called Mary. Mm. Three days after seeing the sisters face-to-face, he called Mary again, telling her the same thing. He'd never seen Shannon, and he'd actually never called her before, so he's not really sure why they were, like, reaching out to him now. Um, which, like, again, how the fuck did he get her phone number? If he'd never seen Shannon and he wasn't involved at all, why would he reach out to her? Well, he didn't. Well, (laughs) 
but the second time. <laughs> so Mary's like, hey, this guy is just saying all this shit and keeps changing his story. And my daughter was found just a few hundred yards from his backyard. Mm-hmm. So what's going on? Maybe we should look into this. The tiniest investigation was done into Hackett in which his phone records were made public. These phone records showed both calls being made to Mary. But one further question about it, he was basically like, hmm, that's weird. Yeah, no, definitely never did that. So I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> the phone malfunctioned. Yeah, like <laughs> it that's, dialed in it's the number. <laughs> super weird, but I actually didn't do it. So I just don't really have a great answer for you, but no. And thanks to his, like, not nah, wasn't me stance, uh, Dr. Hackett was cleared of connection to the case well, yeah, by the local police. Yeah. In a rich community. Yep. Who used to work with them. Yeah. Their stance was like, yeah, he likes to be involved in shit, but he's harmless. And, like, he has a wife and kids um, who were probably home at the same time as Shannon allegedly was there. So, like, that just doesn't make sense. Does he have an alibi? Um, so it definitely wasn't him. Okay, bye. Like, That's it. That's the whole thing. Jesus. That's what they did for him. God, when I say I hate police, this is the kind of shit that I refer to. (laughs) It's just, it's so, like, infuriating. Because I don't really hate police. Right. But then it's like... I hate bad police. What the fuck were you doing? I hate, like, anybody who's bad at their job. But when you're in a job like this one, and you're bad at it... You have to be good. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. It is a little, a little annoying. Yeah. Well, prepare to get more annoyed. Oh, yeah. Because I... the whole, like, he seems like a cool guy, okay, bye, mm. was an outlook that the local police had when it just came to investigating suspects in this case. <laughs> in most cases, when they looked at a suspect, they didn't just look at factors surrounding their potential links to the case, but also their whole lives. Which, like, can be good, but also can be really bad. Well, that's because the victims were sex workers, and uh-huh. they're less than. Oh, just wait. So. Just wait. As each suspect was cleared, the official stance of the police was that they were still investigating the murder slowly. But in the meantime, it was a, quote, constellate, constellation, consolation that the victims were only prostitutes. It's in the stars. That is their, that's their consolation, is that these victims are prostitutes, said the police department. It's a risky thing to do. Yep. They chose a high-risk lifestyle, so... It'd be like that. Oh, well. It's the same thing about um, drug addicts, too. Yeah. 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 Or homeless people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mentally ill. Yeah. So, that was their stance. Not taking into consideration that several of the victims had been identified. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, yeah, these women, I'm not going to keep saying prostitutes. These women were just. <laughs> I knew what you meant. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to the like. Audacity I wanted to like give statement. the actual quote. I yeah. did. Yeah. Um, like they've been identified. They are so people. So they are, they are people. Even if they haven't been, that's fucked up. No, but I mean. But like here's an extra layer of like, you know, their families. It's, there's and a name you're to still them. like, meh. Yeah. Too like, bad. So sad. You know, the. Yeah. Their family, the yeah. lives that they lived. Yeah. Um, in addition to the victims mentioned earlier, another woman had been identified as being Jessica Taylor. Uh, they were also very wrong in their assumption that only sex workers were being killed. Because <laughs> along with the victims, a toddler was found deceased. 
whose DNA linked him to being the son of a female victim there. So it's likely that he was with his mother when this happened. And this killer wasn't like, oh, I'll let you go because you have a son. Because that would more so fit with the pattern. Mm -hmm. This killer was like, too bad. Guess I'll kill your kid too. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone knows who was involved. Now, is there like any kind of like some kind of resolution at the end of this? Let Your me, eyes are telling me no. Let me, let me, well, kind of yes and kind of no. Let me get there. Let me get there. So another thing that frustrated the families and concerned the locals was the refusal of the police department to accept help from outside forces. Oh, I hate when they do that. They didn't request help from the state police. And then the FBI was like, hey, looks like you guys have a serial killer. We're going to help you. They were like, actually, no, we're good. We've got it handled. That still blows my mind that they can be like, nope, don't want your assistance. Like, actually, no need, no worries. We're just going to call this one a cold case and move on with our lives. And that's what they did. Uh, The refusal to look closely into this sparked more rumors that there could be police involvement with these killings, (gasps) aside from Dr. Hackett. Details became public that only added fuel to the fire of this rumor. Um, For instance... One of the victims, Melissa Bartholomew's phone, was taken from her body after she was killed. Several phone calls were made using her cell phone to her 15-year-old sister, Amanda, and to her mother. These phone calls were terrible, discussing all the horrible things he was going to do to them, and describing all the things that he had done to Melissa before he killed her. No, no, no. Yeah. All the calls were made from densely populated areas where it would be harder to identify a, like, single caller in a crowd of people, like Times Square. Um, And they were all just short enough that police weren't able to get a pinpoint trace. So they could get a general location. Like, oh, this person is near the Empire State Building. But that's all we can get. Mm. A total of eight callers were made. Eight callers. Eight calls were made, (laughs) and the perpetrator never got sloppy. He had, obviously, a very specific, like methodology that he followed he was shitty and terrible but he never broke the rules that would allow him to be caught which led people to be like hmm these are like very specific tactics like someone would have to know exactly what not to do in order to not get caught very the suspicion grew that police could have involvement in 2016 when a sex worker came forward and revealed that the police chief james burke had solicited her services at a party in the same neighborhood that Shannon had gone missing from. Mm -hmm. It didn't help that the whole reason she felt comfortable enough to come forward at that time was because he had been removed as police chief due to beating a suspect who stole things from his car, including a duffel bag full of sex toys and pornographic material. Boy. Yeah, basically, this suspect was in his car, and he was like, I'm going to take this shit. It was... Those things, um, and then supposedly his gun belt, whether or not there was a gun in it, and everywhere else I saw was just like, and other personal items. And he tried to steal them. He got caught, and then the police chief beat the shit out of him. And then the other people who saw it, he was like, oh, basically, you guys are going to lie and say I didn't do this, otherwise you're fired. Mm. Okay. So, you know. <laughs> Love that. Good times. Um not great. 
These issues with the police and their handling of the case made more and more people concerned that law enforcement could be involved in these murders. And multiple requests for the 911 call from Shannon to be released in its entirety were made, and of course ignored by the department. Eventually, um, someone sued because Freedom of Information Act. And a court order was put in place that the 23-minute call had to be released. But that was appealed. The reason it was appealed was because the police department said it was critical evidence in an ongoing investigation. But it's not, though. Which, if I can remind you, they were trying to say initially that Shannon wasn't murdered. She was a victim of the elements. Mm -hmm. So if she's a victim of the elements then her shit can be released because she wasn't murdered, right? Right. You guys said she wasn't, so it's done. Okay. Or not. She wasn't truly murdered. Like, also, if you're like, oh, well, maybe she was, maybe she wasn't, whatever, like, maybe you could release some of it. Just admit you fucked up? Yeah. Just call me crazy. Whatever. Due to the massive amounts of corruption this department faced, mm-hmm. which implicated several detectives, as well as it came out the Suffolk County DA was also involved. Jesus. He's apparently one of the people who lied to cover up the police chief beating the shit out of that so bad. guy. Yeah. So bad. Basically, they were like, throw the whole organization away. Start anew. We're getting a whole <laughs> new police commissioner. We're getting all new peeps up in here. So this new police commissioner is Geraldine Hart. She is a former FBI agent who was head of the Long Island field office for several years. And since being appointed to this position, the police commissioner, she has revealed more evidence, specifically pictures of the initials, which are either HM or WH on a belt, like just depending on which Mm. way is actually up. They didn't even release pictures of the whole belt. Also, it's just the supposed initials in the hopes that someone would be like, oh, yeah, I I know what that is. She's also been working to be allowed to utilize genetic genealogy to try and identify the unidentified victims. In New York State, there's a bunch of red tape. But since she brought the FBI on board with the investigation, they have been allowed to circumvent some of that, Mm -hmm. um, leading to the identification of another victim, Valerie Mack. Um, All of this information is available on a site linked in a blog post, like all of the new updates, um, because the police were basically like, we want to give updates and also have a centralized location for like tips and stuff. So Mm -hmm. here's a whole website about it. I looked on it. There's like three things on the website, which isn't great. No. But, you know, at least they're talking about it. In spite of the positive development them re- and them revealing pictures of the belt, they're still concerned about the pace of the investigation, as well as the fact that so little was done for so long to find this killer or killers. A lot of people believe the only reason it's being worked on now is because of the book and the Netflix movie. Uh, they actually released the information about the belt the same day Netflix released their trailer for the movie. Royal. Yeah. And some people are like, that feels purposeful. That they're like, oh, shit, people are looking at us now. We have to look like we're yeah. actually trying to do something about it. And even with Commissioner Hart's positive moves, 
Like, she took control in 2018 and didn't actually do anything for this case for almost two years. Mm-hmm. So, it's not I good. wonder if, like, how guarded and, like, fully corrupted yeah. the case has become, though. Like, right. Just, like, with all the hands on it. Like, right. well, how much evidence has been mm-hmm. lost or whatever. You know? Lost, air quotes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd imagine it probably takes a long time to get things moving. I... Yes. Oh, how long? Like, I but. fully agree with that, but, like, the part that kind of gives me pause is, like, it's not like she's a new police chief. Like, right, she's yeah. a fucking commissioner. Yeah. Like, if anybody can get things moving, she can. So. As of right now, there are no additional pieces of information in regards to the murders of these victims. Shannon's death is still officially undetermined, and unfortunately, her mother, Mary, will not get to see a resolution as she herself was murdered by Shannon's sister, Sarah, who suffered from schizophrenia and was not taking her prescribed medications. Mm -hmm. Uh, Many of the newly identified families do have some sort of closure, though, and and there's new hope that the remaining victims will be identified now that the FBI is involved. In the meantime, the families of the victims have grown very close, and they, like, have their own, like, support system, their own, like, Facebook group. They're all very, like, much friends and bonding over like like, this yeah basically yay shared trauma yeah um they just help each other why they're all waiting on murders answers of who did this and that is the case of the murder of shannon gilbert and the gilgo beach murders Mm. slash long island serial killer because that's what they call it sometimes love it yeah it's messy Mm -hmm. i understand why they made a movie about it Mm-hmm. Like I was, I watched the movie obviously, and I was like, "Oh, I should talk about that." And then I was like, doing research for it, and I was like, "Oh, wait, this is worse," mm-hmm. um, because like obviously some of the characters in it are based off of actual people, right? Yeah. And then some of them, um, there is one particular detective in there who's just a huge dick, and they're like, "Oh, he wasn't actually based on anybody," um, and I'm like, "Was he not though? He's a." Personified. They're like he's. They're like he's a compilation of yeah. all like the asshole. That's what I was thinking. People. Mm, yeah. Lovely. Lovely. Um. Yeah. So this is definitely like a uh, classism. Yep. Because if you're rich and you have money, your life is worth something. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't fuck with it. Yep. Well, you know, take solace in the fact <laughs> that they were just sex workers. Mm-hmm. Well, all you good. I mean, take it down a notch people. into the filth yeah. that like they view those people because that's literally what it is. Yep, your life means nothing if you take risks. Mm-hmm. Well, and the sex worker who came forward about the police chief, she was like, "It was a terrible experience. Mm-hmm. Like we were at a party, and like yes, he like technically solicited like my services or whatever." She's like, "But number one, I was like feeling a certain kind of way about it because I knew he was the police chief." She's like, number two, he was super terrible to me and extremely rough with me the whole time. And then he just, like, took out $300. Like, when he was done, he just got up, chucked $300, like, threw it at me, did not give it to me, just threw it at me. And just was basically like, fuck you, and left. Hmm. This is why, if there was some kind of, like, legal sex work, it wouldn't be so risky. Yep. (laughs) Oh, you know. Doesn't, like, Vegas have that? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how that's working for Vegas. Really well, I'd say. (laughs) So maybe we should look into that. There are several, like, world-famous brothels 
and yeah i was actually reading an article um about like a girl who works at one the other day and she was like listen it took me a while to get my spot here because like i'm sure if you're in this line of work this is where you want to be right and she's like it's super busy it's super hectic it's not just like i'm just as some people like to think she's like i'm not just you know laying on my back all day like whatever um but yeah she's like i feel super safe I don't understand And how, you can't really say that anywhere else. How porn is legal, but sex work isn't when literally they're one and the same in a way. They are. Like, well, I honestly, don't understand. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like, like, sex work should be more legal than porn is. Well, I'm just... If it's, like, legally monitored, because here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. If it's, like, appropriately, like, legally monitored, think about the way that so many fields are fucking legally monitored. If sex work was legally monitored the way other things were, mm-hmm. it would be – I'm not going to say totally safe because nothing is totally safe. No. But it would be so much safer. And if it's being legally monitored, like, think about all, like, the human trafficking that gets cut down mm-hmm. and, like, the involvement of children in these types of things gets cut down. Yeah. Like, I mean, just... also, if we're thinking about people who get into sex work mm-hmm. as a type of... Uh, income? Yeah, income is what I was thinking of. Um, it's not everybody is doing it because, like, that's their chosen job. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. your hand is forced to do that line of work because right. that's what you can do. Um, well, and, like, if you just assisted other people that, like, did struggle with things, like, yeah, mm-hmm. there is some overlap in, like... Being homeless and sex work mm-hmm. or being a drug addict and being a sex worker. But that's not all mm-hmm. of them. But, like, if we could assist the homeless, if we could assist addicts the way that, like, they need to be assisted, that right. would also limit the risks. Right. Well. <laughs> so, like, that's my problem. <laughs> if we could just fucking as a whole help everybody. If we could swell. get our shit together, <laughs> that would be amazing. That's my hot take. It's <laughs> so. a good one. I like that one. I'm going to hop on that train. Yeah. Yeah. Just as a fucking hole well it it together it goes back to like income inequality and things like that because like it all does you can get a job making minimum wage right or get a job serving less than minimum wage but you're like oh but you get tips you do sure yeah you do but you can't budget based on tips no no and if i can go here say i'm like by myself if i'm a single mother and I don't have a support system because mm-hmm. your family was like, fuck you when you had a kid. Which happens. It does. Yeah. It's a lot easier to go be a spicy dancer yep. for three nights a week and pay a babysitter 50 bucks a night when you're making five or 600 bucks a night mm-hmm. than it is to have a, try and balance a full-time job with childcare and actually make enough money at that full-time job to pay your bills. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, like I have multiple friends – there's actually um, a girl that I work with, and she's like, yeah, uh, I pay my babysitter $2 more per hour than I make. Yep. I work to pay the babysitter. Yep. Like, that's it. Yep. She's like, my husband pays all the other bills. She's like, and I could just not work, and we'd be saving that $2 an hour. She's like, but she has a different, like, yeah. home situation, and she's like, just for my mental health, I need to be working. Right, yeah. And well, it makes me mad because, like, oh, like, I go to school for psychology, and so – a lot of it's like, oh, you need to learn, like, the resources your states have. And, like, so South Carolina, like, specifically, like, they have 
government programs that pay for your childcare, mm-hmm. but only if you qualify for X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. but they do these things and you have to be doing them for X, Y, Z length of time to right. get it. So, like, it's not really helpful. So, right. you have these people, like, in abusive situations mm-hmm. that are trying to leave, that don't have the assistance to leave. Mm-hmm. They can't make money because they're with their abuser who's yep. taking their money. What the fuck are they supposed to do? Exactly. And so, like, that's my problem is, like, as a whole, if we could assist these, like, smaller communities, mm-hmm. sex work wouldn't be so fucking risky. Right. Because, the you know, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, like, I am basically dying without an income. Yep. And this is how I'm making it. And may I say. <laughs> That's fucking irritating. May I say, there's a reason why it's called the oldest profession. That's true. Also, also, and this always goes back to, I mean, this goes back to fucking Jack the Ripper. Like, literally. literally. <laughs> well, also, like, I was going to go towards Charleston architecture because, like, oh, yeah. do you know why their porches are built the way they are with the door? So that whenever they had sex workers yes. come over, they could just throw down on the fucking front porch because yes. it was too hot to do it anywhere else, but the door was shut, so you had some privacy. Yes. Like, I don't know. I just, like, I don't know why we shame it the way that people do. Because mm-hmm. people are terrible. It's a type of fucking profession. It's a risky one because no one wants to make it legal and fucking monitor it to make sure it's not risky, and we don't want to aid those who are contributing to the risk factor of it. So, like, but so many people are involved in it. Yeah. And there's such a fucking market for it. Yep. Like, definitely growing up in a religious cult, um, I obviously, like, there are things that I said or beliefs that I held, like, as a teenager that, like, honestly, I'm really embarrassed of now. She would never share and she cringes. (laughs) Honestly, things come up on my Facebook and I'm like, we're just going to delete that. (laughs) goodbye that doesn't we don't need a record of that nobody needs to see that um yeah so like i understand the idea of like oh you're basically brainwashed into like ooh, Mm -hmm. this is bad this is evil you're a bad person Mm -hmm. but it's like you're well you're just out here trying to live your life and who are you hurting right but and it also comes from the fact that like Sex is just shamed to begin with. Yeah. Which is, like, why, like, I mean, me and Alex obviously want to have kids. We've talked about, like, what are the rules and fucking stipulations of having a, like, teenager in our house? Right. I'm, like, they can have the opposite sex in their bedroom with the door closed. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because if you're going to have sex somewhere, you're going to do it wherever the fuck you can. Yep. I'd rather you do it safely somewhere, not in a fucking abandoned house. Yeah. I I don't know. (laughs) Connect some dots. It is going to happen. Whether or yes. not you think it's going to happen, whether or not you want to think about it at all. Right. With your kids. I mean, I'm sure you don't want to, but like. But it's, it's like, life. listen, <laughs> what were you out there doing when you were their age? Right. You were trying to do that whenever you could. Yeah. And so it, it, so, it comes back from that because the way that like, and then like also it's just the idea that like America is like a godly Separation country. of church and state. Ha, ha, ha. Classic comedy. And, of course, all that shame comes from, like, religious beliefs, which, like, Mm -hmm. that's fine. Not shaming that. But if you didn't shame sex, it wouldn't be such a harmful thing, which, like, then goes into the profession of sex work. Yep. Which, like, I just don't understand how it's not, like, a fucking connection (laughs) for everyone else. I'm just like, what is this? Because let's just ignore it. Yeah. So me and Alex will be cool parents. Excellent. Well, I uh, I was watching a TikTok the other day. Oh, yes. Uh, about Angelina Jolie and how she's, like, the original baddie and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, people overlook this. But, like, when she was 14, her mom let her have a live-in boyfriend. Woo! 
It's a lot. It's a lot. But then she's like, by the time I was 16, I felt like I had been married for two years. And I was like, fuck this. And she's like, and then I just wanted to focus on me. Yeah. And my life goals. Not saying that's what everybody should do. No, but don't. I mean, there's a lot of like. But like at the same time, I'm like, well, I mean, at least her mom was like her reasoning for it was like. You're going to do it here. You're going to do it somewhere else. Yeah. And I'd rather have it it's be under my roof. Kind of the same thing of, like, it, are you going to let your teenagers drink? Drink, yeah. Which, like, I've also told Alex, like, I really don't give a fuck if they're doing it safely. I don't know why they can't fucking in Europe, but they can't here. Explain yep. that to me. You can go to war for your country, but you can't have a fucking beer. Yep. What? Yep. Make it make sense. Someone explain to it me. It doesn't. Make it make sense. It doesn't. That's what I want to know. Why can't I buy alcohol here on Sundays? Make it make sense is all I want to fucking know. Because we're in the Bible <laughs> Belt. fucking stupid. And I can't help that. I'm not a Christian. I should be able to go to the liquor store. That's Yes, but the people who own the liquor store. Well, are you know what? Maybe don't own a liquor store then. <laughs> That's what I think. Give the people what they want. Stop shaming everyone. Go, go work at church. Did you know in South Carolina... I like, can only imagine. <laughs> there are specific liquor licenses. Yes, I did. Because we went to a place downtown. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, I want to get, I wanted like a martini or something. And he was like, I am not allowed to sell you liquor. Yep. And I was like, what? And he was like, whenever they did renewed our liquor license, they checked the wrong box or whatever. Yep. And I was like, this is dumb. I got to go somewhere else. All I'm saying is Florida has fucking liquor stores with drive throughs Yeah. Not saying one is better than the other, but like low-key one is better than the other. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Fine. Fine. You know who doesn't shame sex? The whole state of Florida. <laughs> Let's be real. That's a fair point. That is a fair so, point. That's that's where I grew up. Maybe that's why, like, secretly why everybody, like, shits on Florida so much. Because y'all can't handle because it. Because they're like, these motherfuckers. Just living our best lives. Great beaches. Liquor stores 24-7. Disney World. That too. <laughs> With limited death. Limited death in Disney World. That's not what you get in California. Teaser for our <laughs> shot episode. I don't know. But, I mean, yeah. If, like... We work to assist the, the hurting communities. Mm-hmm. There are other things that would be... It's a domino effect. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, I know, like, a common, like, fight against that is like, oh, well, we had what were mental mm-hmm. institutions in the past, that's and they not, didn't go so well. And I'm like, helpful. you don't understand what we're trying to say. Yeah. No. Uh, I actually plan on, like... Um, donating my time on the weekends yeah. to actually like assist in those communities that yeah. don't get the assistance because they don't have fucking health insurance or to pay out of their fucking pocket mm-hmm. for it and i think it's just ridiculous so ridiculous when you never see me yep. <laughs> that's where i'll be when we're recording the podcast remotely <laughs> yeah. in chunks and between Lindsay's sessions that's why mm, yep anyways on to for um, weekly verdicts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rusty, but we're getting Only there. Only episode two. <laughs> we're getting there. Weekly verdicts. The weekly verdicts. You can go first. I think I went first last you week. You did go first last week. I'm thinking. We'll, sw- <laughs> we'll swap off. I love that. Um, okay. We'll do the opposite every other week. I got two new plants this week. Ooh. 
So I got one, and it's um, one of them is called a something friendship plant. And the, I don't know. Adorable. It's really cute. The leaves are textured. Ooh. Like, they look bumpy. They look like they would feel almost spiky, but then you rub them and they feel, like, velvety, but, like, mm. bumpy. It's really weird. Okay. And, okay. like, I was in Lowe's buying something else, and then I was like, I want to touch that. And then I did, and it was very satisfying. I and I was like, plants. it's $5. I got to have it. Mm-hmm. And then I told my friend at work about it, and she was like, oh, plants? And I was like, yeah, I want to have plants in this house because I like that vibe. I like fake plants. They require minimal effort on my end. I think I'm, like, low-key becoming a plant lady. Fuck that, no. I touch something and it fucking dies. These are I, alive because they're fucking succulents, so that's it. My mom I gave me an African year. violet when we bought this house. No, 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 no. And no. I, it is it is thriving. <laughs> oh, God, no. I'd, I would look at it and it would die. I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud of that little plant. Alex bought me a book on how to keep my house plants I alive. I see it right there. Yes. I'm like, I am offended by this. I can keep everything else alive. I just can't, I just can't do it with plants. No. I don't even water myself correctly. No. She gave me, my friend gave me a, um, a plant. It's called Pathos. Mm-hmm. And it's like viney. Yeah, you and, and Ian like, are just yes. like fucking plant people. Trying to be. I don't know what me and Alex are. We're definitely not plant people, though, that's for sure. <laughs> Trying to be plant people. Well, if my plants live, I will You'll give you some You'll have an amazing cuttings. garden. I'm the most excited. Yeah, it's going to be beautiful. And your front already has those really cute, like, garden beds. (laughs) We tore all those bitches out. Did you? Yep. Oh. Do you not want them? No, because they, like. So are you going to get grass or are you going to do garden? We're going to do grass in the front yard. Just, like, we'll probably do, like, some, like, flower beds around the the porch. Like, yeah. But not the 57 million little flower beds she had. Mm, Okay. Not a fan of that. Like, in the back you would. Oh, in the back. Yeah. Yes. That's what I wish I could do that. I just mm, cannot. Yeah. Cannot keep things alive. Yeah. It'll be fine. Anyway, sorry. I'm done talking now. You you need to give your weekly verdict. Uh, my weekly verdict. Mm-hmm. It would be. What have I done lately? Really nothing. I rambled for a long time, Lindsay. You, you gave two weekly verdicts. <laughs> I know. I talked so much. You had so much time to think about one. Right. But I'd have to actually, like, do something in my life to have one. And I super don't because I'm failing my classes again. <laughs> you always say that and that you're like, I am failing. And then, like, by the end of the semester, you're like, just kidding. I have all A's and B's. Because I fucking Suck grovel it. to my professor at the end. Fuck. I don't know. I guess my weekly verdict is just getting back into reading. Yeah. Which I really haven't – I got that digital planner I talked about. Yes. Mm, and so on it, it has, like, monthly – like, has, like, a cleaning routine. It has, like, little small things that you can do in the back, too, but also has, like, a reading log. Yeah. I'm going to buy an own – like, my own separate book reading diary. Yeah. Journal, whatever. Um, but my goal is to read five books for the whole month of February. So far, I've only read one. But it was a super. It was that fucking book. Oh Jesus! And all my other books are like that size. <laughs> so super I doable. Think I can do it. Um, and so I'm trying to schedule like 30 minutes every day to yeah. read, like at least 30 minutes. Yeah. Usually before bed, it really helps me just like I'm like turn off my brain. Yeah. Officially. Um, but I guess I mean I used to read like five books in like a fucking week in high school. Yeah. Then I had like the idea of picking up a book. I'm like, ugh, I ugh, who has time for that? I don't have time for that. 
But I'm um, getting into that. Ooh, also. I don't have time to read, but I have time to rewatch The Vampire Diaries for the eighth fucking time. Well, see, like, I'll rewatch Grey's Anatomy, right? But, like, yep. I'm not really sitting there and watching it. Like, I'm right. listening. I'm yep. folding laundry and listening. I'm like, oh, Derek, you fucking asshole. I can't wait for you to get uh-huh. hit by that fucking truck. <laughs> Piece of shit. I was like, I'm writing a um, proposal to my bosses right now, so they'll give Ooh. us money for a thing. That's exciting. I'm learning how to write those, actually, in um, one of my classes right now. Dope. I might be like, hey. I, um, I am a pain in the ass. Listen, I had to do it for my um, professional writing certificate. Like, my de- first degree was in communication, so, like, it's just been a while. We dusted off the archives. And well, you can I always was, borrow my textbook. Thanks. I was watching The Vampire <laughs> Diaries while I'm doing it, and Ian comes in, and he's like, you have seen this exact scene, <laughs> this exact scene, five times. It's like, yeah, but I'm doing research. It's just it's good background noise. Now yeah. I'm learning to enjoy, um, what is it, ambiance mm. playlist. Yeah. Like, so there's one really good one. It's called like, oh fuck, Autumn Cozy or something like okay. that. Okay. But so like it also it's not just like what's the word I'm looking for like landscape sounds like what's mm-hmm. the word like rain and fire oh, yeah, it's like not background just background noise it actually has like it was like a coffee shop that had like a light piano playing huh. and like a little bit of like the like clatter People. of oh yeah yeah and so like it was like a fucking like full-on effect and like it did have the rain but okay. like it was like a whole it was a whole feel oh okay. they have like a christmas market they've got a victorian era tea time one well. i'm like okay okay i well, could probably well, do my well. homework here <laughs> So I'm I'm learning to enjoy those. Also, nice. I, I go to sleep every night with rain now because I can't yeah. sleep otherwise. That's how old I am. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, I had a phase like that in high school where I, can't I sleep. couldn't. Now I just read Reddit before I go to bed, and it knocks me the fuck out. Yeah, no, I just that put it on Pinterest. I, I put it on anymore. dark mode, so like it doesn't light up. That's the my room. phone all the time. <laughs> and yeah, that's a uh, that's how I put myself to sleep. All right, well, let's move on to our uh, first responders unit. It's getting a little little light there, first responders. Yeah. But I have some fun suggestions. Yeah. Yes. Do you want to make the official yes. uh, announcement? So, luminolcocktail.com will no longer be a thing. It is too much to manage, and I don't think it's a necessary thing to include. If you're not enjoying that content, then we're going to just not give you that content because you don't want it. There's other content that I realized that we could do, which is on our lovely platform of TikTok. I... Where we physically make the fucking drinks and share the video. Love that. Have you ever seen the drink videos on TikTok? No. So we would need to uh, boost up, up the up. aesthetic appeal. Fair enough. <laughs> but I was already planning on doing that. We can... Um. So we will be doing... We will be... Exploring our other options. Yes. Instagram will be more heavily included. And now TikTok also will be included in our stuff. Yeah. So. And if you want to find our Instagram, if you haven't yet, uh, it is at Luminol Cocktail Pod. And then our Facebook is Luminol Cocktail Podcast. You could see pictures of our drinks. You could see some other stuff. You're going to see a picture of my kitchen once it's done. Look forward to that. That's all I got. That's I, think, we got. I think that's all we have. That's all we have for this week. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we will be back next week to serve you another round of Luminol Cocktails.